Hey, this is Coco, and you're listening to Conversations with Coco and Friends. We had such a great time speaking with our guy T-Rex that we literally couldn't get off the Zoom. So much so that the original podcast was so long that we decided to split it in two. On part two of our conversation with Tyrone, we discussed more on why he's no longer muting himself and why it's important for him to create an incredible relationship with the mother of his children, Adla. Keep listening. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's a goodie. No, I'm unmuted. So you recently did your first TED Talk. You talked about race, not only race, mm-hmm. but um, masculinity. Mm-hmm. And why it's important for us to break down the facade that surrounds what we perceive of being a man. Um, not a lot of people got to, well, a lot of people got to see it live, but it hasn't been repurposed. So could you just give people a little like your explanation or your take on just the masculinity piece. I think it, it, that that part is really important because I'll send me back to the fact that you were emotional and you, you cried on e-talk mm-hmm. and the, the power of having Tyrone Edwards, a black man, very strong ex athlete, you know, friends mm-hmm. with celebrities to open up in that way. And how much community was created around that? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I guess I'll admit it, but what you were mentioning was that my TED Talk changed. Mm -hmm. So the process of a TED Talk is very formal. It's very stringent. Like it's you, you have coaches that are assigned to you. You have deadlines that you have to make. You have to present your talk to the fellow speakers and and then you go now obviously with the pandemic we had to reschedule and then everything happened and so i decided to change my talk but i didn't decide to change my talk until again this was another exercise where i had to remind myself that i was unmuted and so why would i have a stage like the ted talk stage something that i'm such a fan of like that's something that I nerd out on. Like I, I listen to Ted talks as I'm cleaning my room or like chilling in the house or whatever. Even sometimes when I'm driving, I'll like pop one on. If it's boring, I'll, you know, keep it moving. But for me, this opportunity to speak on the Ted talk stage, I realized I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. I've got to, I've got to use this to, to speak openly and honestly and, and, and talk about these issues and, 
so I decided to change it and it was somewhat honest and open. And the night before the talk where I had already done the dress rehearsal, I, you know what it was? I came back from the dress rehearsal where I had g- delivered the, 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 the talk and everybody's like, oh my God, that was so good. Da, 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 da. And I, I was driving home and I thought to myself, bro, that's not like, nah, yo, I, I'm not going to be cool with this. So I got home, I sat out in the back, lit up my favorite cigar, poured a glass of wine, and I held on to the delete button. And I deleted <laughs> a lot of it. And so when I gave my, my talk, that was the first time it was actually ever said out loud. Wow. So wow. when you say the piece... The, when you said the piece about masculinity, I I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have to go. I would have to go in my notes and read it. I don't know. I, I damn somebody somebody from the TED Talk organization is going to hear this and block my talk from. No, but, they're not. But like, you know what it was? I decided that. I decided that, like, you know. My like in basketball, I was like always leave it on the floor, like give it all, you know. And so I just sat there, like I legit just sat there and held on to the delete button, like holy shit. But it was that leap of faith. It was similar to that day on the social where I I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna react when I say what I need to say here. I don't know if I'm gonna have a job when I say what I have to say here. I don't know who I'm going to piss off long-term. It's going to come back to shoot me in the foot when I say what I have to say here. But the operative is what I have to say here. So my answer to this question is completely unorthodox, but I I have no, I have no fucking clue what I said about masculinity because it, 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 it isn't something that I've regurgitated a bunch of times. It wasn't something it was just so open and honest about my experiences over the last couple of months. And that what I really wanted to, to, to drive home. And I hope I did because I haven't seen it yet either. Mm. Like I said, the process, the Ted talk process is a long process. Like, you know, I'm so used to like, I record something and I see it that night. Like whatever right. I recorded today, what times are right now? Whatever I recorded today is, is on television in the next four minutes. Right. So, this is a completely different process, but I really wanted to just with my Ted talk, what I wanted to drive home was that this is an opportunity for all of us to do better and to be better and to offer our best. And so that we can accept the best from others as well. And that, and I, and I hope I was able to drive that home and I had to share some, I had to really share some real experiences, but I I remember there was one line that I said, life depends on it. Mm Mm-hmm. My life depends on it. Yes. Yeah. And obviously that's my daughter's name. And so it means both. It means my life depends on it. It means our children depend on it. Um, that we leave this space similar to my, me and Kathleen's commitment with our work environment and leaving. So when we leave it, it's left with structural changes. It's left with long-term commitments structural commitments not just performative gestures so if i'm gonna leave this city this country this world i I want i want it has to be better that i was here and so that's why i said in my in my ted talk my life depends on it 
feel like that is literally the perfect opening segue for our small pivot in this conversation, Tehran. So obviously you have a daughter, Life. You guys, you have another daughter, Lyric. So you and Adla, um, Life's mom, are no longer together. But you guys are the best of friends. Mm-hmm. Anybody, like, <laughs> they're magnificent together. It's the best thing ever to see. So our question for you, I guess, is how do you co-parent with her so effectively, understanding that you're not only dealing with her, but also with Lyric's dad? And we kind of talked about this the other night. <laughs> yeah. You know, the truth is, is like, I'm so grateful and so proud of my co-parenting relationship with Adla because, again, it's not performative. It's not for the gram. It's not about how it looks. We didn't always see eye to eye, you know, but we've been able to develop a love beyond a failed romance. We are family. We have the only lifetime commitment that you can make with someone. You can marry someone, you can get divorced. You can buy a house together, sell it buy a car you don't like the car no more but our lifetime commitment are those girls and we weren't always on the same page and a lot of that is my fault real talk but this is why that commitment to working on yourself just starts to trickle down in all the areas of your life so as i started to own a lot more of what i needed to own and understand how important us being able to communicate us being able to plan, us being able to give each other space, respect each other's space, but then also holding space for each other. So it took a few years. It did. It took a few years. You know, there was a point where we were only communicating by text and doing the typical baby daddy, baby mama stuff. And so I I hold myself to a certain standard and I held her to a certain standard and she holds me to a certain regard and I hold her to a certain regard. So eventually we were able to realize we don't hate each other. We don't have to act like we hate each other just because we're not together anymore. And I don't have to hate whoever she's dating because she's dating someone new and vice versa. We do what we think we're supposed to do instead of doing what's needed and what the situation calls for. So how do you achieve that? You achieve that by having some real conversations we don't even necessarily see eye to eye all the time now but you have to be honest about that in those in those instances we actually had a conversation so adla forgive me if if this is oversharing but we had a conversation recently where i said to her well i disagree and she's like well you're not gonna tell me what to do blah 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 blah." and i was just like well no i'm not and for 99.9 percent of the time I love the way you run the ship. I appreciate that I can be proud of the girl's mother mother, and, 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 and talk about that publicly. But with that said, if everything we put out into the public is to be true, then I have to be honest with you when I disagree and use my discretion and make sure that it's approached in a way that's loving and rooted in love and for the betterment of of our family and it's crazy because i didn't i you know the conversation kind of ended like uh, okay, okay, later, okay. and i i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know what, what was gonna happen next but i knew that i was being honest and i also knew that i disagreed <laughs> and so i prayed on it i prayed on it <laughs> 
And we had a conversation a day or two later. And yeah, I think it was, again, I, I, I say this and I, and I think it applies to almost everything. Like you can only accept what you're willing to offer. There's a, a unwavering respect and appreciation that goes for like all categories of our lives. So yeah, I'm, I'm proud of, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of everything that she's doing, all of her efforts. So I'm blessed to, to be able to be in a situation like that. I, do you know me? Do you know how many men reach out to me and say, yo, okay, first of all, I love how you are with your girls. I, I didn't even realize that lyric, you didn't make lyric. I would have never been able to tell. But yo, I need some advice, bro. How do you and your big mom get on, get along the way you do? First and foremost, don't refer to her as your big mom. <laughs> There's got to be a certain regard. There's power in words. There's got to be a certain yes. regard. You have to have a certain regard for this person. Right? Thank you. So let's start there. Okay, what's her name? Perfect. Her name is Adla. Okay, cool. How do you and Adla get along so well? And then the conversation. Do you know how many of those conversations I, I've had? In, in especially this year. Especially this year. Like, holy shit. But it, it comes down to, again, man, like holding space, giving space, and having an unwavering uh, respect and, and appreciation because there are going to be times where you disagree. Mm -hmm. And also too, real talk, if you're not going to be with your, the child, the, the, the father of your child, or if you're not going to be with the mother of your child, you can't fuck anymore. You cannot kiss anymore. You yes. cannot be romantic anymore. You. you cannot flirt anymore. You, you cannot get drunk <laughs> and forget that. You have to be consistent. You cannot do that to people. You cannot do that to your children. You cannot do that to the people that are standing by watching. You cannot be, do that to your parents. You cannot do that to the village that is necessary in, uh, and is instrumental in raising that child as well. You cannot do that. Period. Preach. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> like, people I, in the what, back. You wonder why things aren't going smooth? The fuck? <laughs> well, that, there you that's go. the first problem. There you go. So. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. Tyrone. <laughs> on... Mm-hmm. A bright note. Tell us what the most rewarding part about being a father to Lyric in life is. The most rewarding part. Hmm. I don't know if I could pick the most rewarding or most rewarding part, but I love how much they love each other. Hmm. Life and Lyric do not look at each other as like, I don't even, what would they be considered? Stepsisters? Stepsisters. You can't yeah. tell Lyric that life is her, or what, like, that doesn't matter. That's her sister, yeah, and they I and love they that. love each other the way sisters are to love each other. They take care of each other the way, yeah. Like it's it's beautiful. I, I don't I don't know that, and life is only nine, but. I don't know that Lifey even understands the concept of a half sister. We don't treat it as such. And so therefore she would never feel that way. I'm proud of that. I think that's, yeah, that's probably the, I think that's the most, the thing I'm most proud of is the fact that like the way those two love each other is unreal. It's so amazing. I love seeing it. Like when you're busy and you can't come to something like it, Carlos having something, oh, yeah. having something at the house. Um, I'll message you and be like, make sure you're coming. And you're like, well, I can't come, but don't worry. Lyric. Lyric's going to yeah. bring life. And I love that they're both also so comfortable coming here and being here without you. You know, yeah. like it's what it's where we all, we make up our own family too. Well, we created, you know? we created a family. Right. Right. And, and yeah. I'm so proud of that. I'm absolutely proud of that. And like, do you remember last summer, I don't know. It could have been Jimmy's birthday, your birthday, H. No, H's birthday is not in the summer. But I don't. There was something going on at your house. There's always something going on at your house. <laughs> there was something fantastic, and you know we're always going to see. Okay, well, what type of production have Jimmy and Katrina and Cleo and them put together today? And so, if I can't come, it's because I really cannot come. And so I remember TJ called. Dobby called, Baka called me, Chubbs called me. All the, like, everybody's calling me, being like, you're here? No, I'm not, clearly, I'm right. What do you think I'm in the bathroom? Like, we're like, no. I understood, and I was so proud, because, I mean, all those guys have known Lyric since she was, like, your Lyric was here with, with Forty, who was her uncle Forty, and I think, well, I guess all of them would have met her when she was about six, five or six. Lyrics turning 20 Ooh, in like in like two weeks. So okay. um it was a moment. It was a moment for our family that we've created over the last 20 years or however long. Everybody saw the way lyric takes care of life. Yeah. And it was it was dope. Yeah. It was like, yo, wait, but how did they get here? Like it was just like everybody had a different question. Yeah. Like, was it she drove? It's like lyric drives. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> The heck? <laughs> where, where, where are they going after? Wherever they want to go. And that's the beautiful thing. It's like, that's amazing. they can come here. They can come here. Mm-hmm. They can go to 
my moms. They could go to their moms. They could go to their grandmother on that side. I can meet them at their grandfather. Adlo can be at my mom's. Right. There's no weirdness. And in those few years that that weirdness and those limitations, those barriers, those walls were being built up by my ignorance, my inexperience, um, hurt things that I needed to heal from and grow through. I'm just so proud that we were able to overcome those things. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you guys this. I have this article coming out in a magazine and I'm not even trying to be cute. I don't remember what magazine it is. But so the magazine was, hey, you're the new co-anchor of eTalk. We want to come to your home and see your family and take photos and da 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 I was like, all right. And I thought, where would I do it? Do I do it here? Do I do it at Adler's? No. I'll do it at my mom's. That's the headquarters. It's still the headquarters. That that doesn't need to change. doesn't matter what, what my salary says or what my title says or whatever. The headquarters is still the headquarters. And I've had an appreciation for my underserved, low-income neighborhood long before the gentrification came, you know? And so that value and those values that I received growing up there make up the man that I am today. So that that entire photo shoot, I decided to do it at my mom's and included life and included lyric and included my mom. And I'm so proud of that. I'm so, 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 so proud of being able to take this article that is supposed to give an access to the, the general public to the new co-anchor of the number one entertainment show in Canada. And we went to the hood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. What do you do? Or to take care of yourself, what is what are some self-care things that you do to take care of yourself with all of this stress? Um, gratitude and mm-hmm. also respecting the peacefulness of the now. Because understanding that like stress usually comes with dwelling in the past or worrying about the future. And so like to find peace is to to be in the moment because half of the time we find ourselves worrying about shit that doesn't even happen yet or that could happen or what we don't have or what we didn't do. Of course you have to learn from your past and of course you have to set goals, but the only way to enjoy yourself is to appreciate the now, the, the you know, your present. And so how do you do that when you're living in a pandemic and there's a scary virus outside and there's so much uncertainty and some people believe in it and some people don't and this, that, that, and the third, and it could be 5G and it could be this, that, 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 that. <laughs> like, well, since I'm not a doctor and our politicians are human and they're not exactly getting it right and neither do I expect them to because they're going through this the same time that we're going through this and they're having the same anxieties that we're facing and they're pressured times 10 because they have to make that formal sort of decisions that govern all of us. So I think in order for me to keep my peace and my mental health, I have to have faith. I have to be optimistic to take it back to that first question. I have to do the things that I know work. I have a morning routine that starts with silence, which typically ends up being by habit, praying, 
Then I make affirmations. One of my consistent affirmations is to, no matter the situation, whether it's a challenging situation or a rewarding one, whether I'm reacting or approaching, that my presence, my being will be love. If I'm talking to you, you will feel love and I will receive things with love so that I can react accordingly and to protect that. And so I remind myself, I remind myself every day of who I am and what I want to be perceived as. And I always say to myself, and I always smile when I say that, and I have the audacity to make such a commitment and such a claim because my source of love is an endless source of love, which is God. So I go from there to some breathing and stretching to reading to then writing it down. So that's why I've been writing a lot in the last couple months. And so some mornings, what does that look like? Some mornings is me breathing through those, those six steps because I've got a large list of things to do. I drank too much the night before, whatever it may be. And then, <laughs> and some mornings, that's me sitting out by the water and spending 10 minutes on each of those six exercises. But yeah, I think for me, that's my thing. It's called savers, silence, affirmations, visualizing, exercise, reading, and then scribing. So writing it all down. And then having conversation. Conversations are mm-hmm. so important. Yeah, that's it. Those are great. Very, very inspirational. Tyrone, as much as we'd like to keep having this conversation, all good things must come to an end. Love you very much. I love you too. I'm so proud of you. Proud of you. And not proud of you in a condescending way. Proud of you that you are living in all of your potential right now. So I'm so proud of all the you just stepping into your light mm-hmm. and you're glowing, baby. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I love you too, Coco. Thank you a hundred times over. We know our community will love and appreciate this conversation. You know what, Coco, I, I want to tell you something. I, honestly, I'm so grateful for you. Like, not just for like being a crutch for me or being like that dial a friend, all those things and being anti-Coco to the girls, but also for everything that you do for all of us, you know? And I'm sure Cleo would agree, Pilar would agree, and countless other people that have come in and out of your lives in different capacities over the years that have benefited from just knowing you Mm -hmm. that you know that doesn't that doesn't go unnoticed that that goes with great 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 appreciation and also too like the the reason why you're able to do that is because you continue to to build on who coco is who katrina is and so the more work that you've done, the more reading that you've done, the more sharing that you've done, the more you've been able to positively affect our lives. And like you having that beautiful home isn't isn't by mistake. That's I believe that's by divine design because you have that home which becomes like this safe space, this playground for us adults, this um, <laughs> a space. But it's like, you know, but real talk, like it's inspirational. It's a place to dream. It's a place to just be you know no one's no one's exempt like we we all feel that that love and and welcomed in your home and a part of your tribe so when i tell you i love you i mean that shit like for real for real and i'm proud of you and i'm so grateful for you and and even like this like even this this conversation and this this platform you decided to to do this podcast like it's necessary so Thanks for having me and thanks for being who you are for me and for for all of us. Thank you.
the best ever. I want to go cry happy tears <laughs> and snuggle. You're the best. <laughs> Toes, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Conversations with Coco and Friends. You can find Tyrone at Mr. One Love to You to keep up with his day to day. And you can follow along with us at Coco and Co. That's C O W E on the gram. Thanks for listening and thank you for joining us, Tyrone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.